Nabra Talk is brought to you by Nabra Productions. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes at Nabra Talk for all of our latest news, updates, and episodes. It's your boy Rico, aka Wabi King, aka Mr. Make It Happen, Mr. R. Diddy himself. You are now rocking with Nabra Talk, the most culture shifting podcast in the world. All right, all right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Nabra Talk. I'm Gene the Genius, and alongside with me is my co-host, Saad the Guru. All right, so there's a lot to discuss today. Nabra Talk is officially back. We won't act like we were not off the scene for quite a bit because we were. Uh, a little bit. Just a little bit. It, 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 it didn't even hit a year, right? Just but a little bit. Word. We apologize. We're we back, though. We're back. back. Yes. And we're here to deliver some really good content for you guys. Stay tuned because we got a fun year for you guys. So here's what's in store today. Uh, The next big tech giant um, could be coming out of Ghana, and it has the potential to surpass Google and YouTube. See what's up with that. Find out which group of service members are taking a trip to Puerto Rico. And some very important information about, oh, I lied. We gotta stop all that. We'll stop all that. But more, first, introduce our guest. Yeah, we got it. We got a special guest in the building, right? This guy, um, he 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 is a young entrepreneur, a success in the making, um, owner of a few businesses, college uh, graduate. Go to man, you gotta give it to him. It's got to do it just like this. I got you. We got Mister YB King, my boy R Diddy, my boy. What's it? To make it happen, make it happen, yeah. Mr. Make it happen, <laughs> Mr. Make it happen. We're gonna get my boy a big gut clap up for my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate, it. appreciate it, bro. We're straight up, man. Thank you for coming on Nava Talk. Uh, we really appreciate you. You're our first guest of our, you Off know, the, the hiatus, the hiatus. The so, hiatus, the first guest straight up the hiatus, straight up. There, so we are. So, let's jump right into it. Um, my first, the first thing we're gonna go over is my genius of the week. Sorry, bro. We have we have a uh, oh 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 yeah, all yeah. Let, let's let's slow let's slow down. And the reason why we have to slow down is because on our way here to the studio, we got some very disturbing news. I still can't believe it. I don't want to believe it. They had the paper. I did how it go. <laughs> what? Baby, read all about it. Oh, yeah. Read all about it. Read all about it. What was the word? Um, Extra, 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 extra. Read all about it. There you go. Yeah. So the source is coming from Adrian Wojnarowski. And if you're an NBA fan, you know if it's from Woj himself, the story is true. It's from TMZ also. It's all over. The first, the first place I got it from, my sister. My sister is not a basketball fan. <laughs> so for her to give me this type of news is crazy. Then my other friend who doesn't even watch basketball was like, this really just happened. I can't believe it. TMZ got it too. Everybody posting the world star. Everywhere. <sighs> is, this, is this reality? We don't know, but we're going to tell the news anyway. We don't know if it's news. But according to all the sources previously named, Kobe Bryant and his young 17-year-old daughter has died in a, cra- a plane crash in California. The daughter, too? Yes, the daughter, yeah. too. Right. No, not a plane crash, a helicopter crash. Helicopter. Woo. This is after, but look at the time of when it happened. This is right after the night LeBron James scores, you know, to surpass Kobe in all-time sure. scoring. But not make this about it's not Le- it's not about LeBron. They said don't make it about LeBron. But the way the event happened is it bothers me. Like, and Kobe hasn't even lived his full life after basketball yet. He just retired four years ago. Damn, four only four years ago, bro. It's still young. They saying last year. Some shit. It felt yeah, it still felt <laughs> pretty recent. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's a little it's a it's a little too sudden to talk about, but this is this is what's happening right Big now. Respect. Let's give Kobe a moment of silence. All right. So my genius of the week, um, 
It goes to Gabriel Opair. He's a 19-year-old student at the University of Ghana. So the reason why Opair is my genius of the week is because he's developed a search engine that has the potential to rival Google and YouTube. Now, the search engine is called mudclo.com. So Mudclo collects and combines results from many resources pulled from the web. Um, it's, also, uh, it's also an online service that allows you to search and stream video content. So Opair, he states that Mudclo is not the same thing as YouTube. While YouTube is a video hosting website, Mudclo is a combination of YouTube and two other websites. Now, he hasn't stated which other websites the, um, he's mentioning, like, um, but I'd be interested in finding out what websites he's referring to. I mean, hopefully one day we could get him on here and he can, you know, elaborate a little bit more on that. Just to, just to make sure I understand, you're telling me my man is a streaming service that's also a search engine. Search engine. So it was like, it got the web and it's also, I think, Videos I find, I can stream them on it. You can stream them. Doesn't Google do that? Uh, I don't think you can stream on Google. You can stream I on mean, YouTube. I know certain videos, like it would be a YouTube video, yeah. watch it for a second. Yeah. I think it'll take you to YouTube. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take you to YouTube because Google bought YouTube. So. Oh, but that's like the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So we all understand. Yeah. Well, I. That's, that's a beat, though. Yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> fire. That's pretty fire. Like, he's. Up for my man. You know. He's only 19, and you know, I said the potential to surpass Google. Not no, saying I'm just it will. Sure yeah, like he, he actually put the code into this thing. This is yeah, what he actually encoded into mm-hmm. his idea. He doesn't. He, he does this on his own. He, you know he, the process. You know he actually did something there. He's a sociology major, but he codes on the side for fun, and this is what he came up with while doing it for fun. Now, the reason why I nominated him is because he is challenging himself to be better and is willing to compete against the biggest technology platforms in the world. That's, that's a big deal. Now, I'm sure he's, he's, he's come across people that says, you're bugging, you're out of your mind. If you think you're going to go surpass Google and YouTube, get real. Um, but I feel like the only way you're ever going really, to... Really, the only competition is Google or YouTube. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So it's like... If your if your biggest challenge is to surpass Google and jump over Google, then why not? Maybe you won't jump over Google, but it you probably can get close to it. Hmm? It didn't stop Bing. Yeah, Bing was pretty uh, hot for a little. Bit. Still use it sometimes. Yeah, Bing still sure. use all that thing. There's, Yahoo, all that. Word, Yahoo, all that. Yeah, there's I a group about Yahoo. I think I got my Gmail. I forgot all about yeah. Yahoo. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. You got hey, Yahoo. Yo, well. Yahoo Sports is a is a resource. Like th- like people go on Yahoo Sports to find news and everything. Like Yahoo is not dead. And there's still that there's a group of people that re- that faithfully use these platforms because they trust it. And there's it goes deeper than what you see on the surface. Like mm-hmm. it's the shareholders and you know the stakeholders and what they do. They got their whole family that's st- and stuff that still follow Yahoo and you know AIM and all that stuff. And so big shout outs to um to Opair. Now my question to you guys is um well, we can't use it, not secure. Tried it. What the the website? Yeah. Oh, you went on there. I tr- I tried uh, it too. It's not there's not much on the website now. But it let you use it on 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 my laptop. I, I went on my error. phone. Oh, I got an error. Hmm. Maybe that might be new because a couple weeks ago I tried it. Um, so let me ask you guys this: With what you know about the website now, is this something that you would invest in? Yeah, I take that gamble. Yeah. You would take the gamble. You just never yeah. know. The money comes from the sponsors and the ads that you people start using your drones over. Yeah, they only take yeah because. And then once you start getting yours to be one of those primary uh things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the like top industries to like to invest in now. Anyway, like you got uh technology, and if he doing the website thing, that's something to get into. Mm-hmm. All time, exactly. So I I would definitely invest in that for sure. Um, now let me ask you guys this: How does how does Gabriel Lopez's development of Mutclo impact the tech world, specifically people of color? Because I think that's a big thing to actually be mindful of. Um, but what's your take on just being seeing a black, uh, a young African kid from Ghana developing something so major like this? I think it's a, 
too soon to talk about it because he can still get bought out and and it doesn't matter anymore once he yeah. gets bought they buy out his servers but yeah, yeah that's one thing google that's one thing about our people like we can't never keep nothing because we always selling it to the others facts so and then they they turn the value yeah at a higher price and everything so yeah, I think we. I think this is this is a cool story to monitor at least no, it's, like it's, the next five years. It's a cool years. story to talk about. Definitely, yeah. that's elite. He's nineteen years old. He developed. It's, it takes a lot of thinking and a lot of planning to code something like a website in any form, fashion. So mm-hmm. Do that to combine YouTube itself to other websites. I find that to be amazing. Yeah, for sure. How long it lasts? Him doing it is amazing. That I told pair man. Bro, clap it up for my boy. All right, so, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have YB King in the building. He's from Young Bosses. Yeah, yeah. He's with us. So He's from Young Bosses. He built Young Bosses. Yeah, he built it. YB yeah, my bad. Thanks YB for that correction. He built it. He built it. All right, let's go. Let's go into our side notes real quick. Um, first one that I have, it's um it's out of New Jersey. So as you guys, some of you may know, um, from late December, Puerto Rico has had a few earthquakes. Um, it's been a little devastating in that country. So uh, what New Jersey decided to do, they have 37 NJ state troopers who were deployed to Puerto Rico this past weekend to assist authorities with the aftermath of the devastating earthquakes recently. So Puerto Rico has experienced a number of earthquakes. Uh, the troops will be spending about two weeks helping and protecting thousands displaced residents in the uh, Ponce region. Um, there will be a total of about 50 NJ state troopers when everyone arrives to help this weekend. And the cost of the trip for the troopers will be around $1 million, but they will be refunded by the federal government in Puerto Rico. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's the that's my side note. That's my first side note. Basically, um, next one is a little more interesting. Um, China, I know you guys heard about one thing, but I feel like the news that you guys hear about in China is a distraction with what's really going on. So I'll give you the real news that's really going on, and then I'll also uncover what they have as a alibi. So right now, China has attempts to turn Muslims into cheap labor force, if no one's heard about it. Basically, um, the order from the Chinese officials was blunt and urgent. Villagers from Muslim minorities should be pushed into jobs willing, willingly or not. So quotas would be set and families um, penalized if they refuse to go along. Basically, if you're Muslim, we will take you and we will turn you into a cheap labor force, whether you like it or not. So such orders are part of an aggressive campaign to remold um, I'm hopefully I'm saying this right. Xinjiang's Muslim minorities, mostly Uyghurs and Kazakhs, into an army of workers for factories and other big employers. Under pressure from the authorities, poor farmers, small traders, and idle villagers of working age attend training and indoctrination courses for weeks or months and are then assigned to stitch clothes make shoes, sweep streets, or fill other jobs. This is sickening. Crazy part is, I know, because I'm Muslim, that if I was in China, that means I would be included into this law. And I'm trying to think, like, would I be with it? Like, you're telling me, I got to do whatever job you tell me to do, willingly or not. Right. You're not going to school. I'm (laughs) in the crop fields doing the menial jobs you want me to do solely because I'm Muslim. That's crazy. And the Labor Bureau of Kapal ordered that villagers should undergo military-style training. So now they're, like, training you, and they're embedding this mindset. Of being the obedient worker. Correct. And they're going to convert them into, yep, and obedient uh, workers. You will be loyal to your employers. Oh, and the no. ruling Communist Party. Can you, this is what's, this is what's going slavery, on right yeah. now. Yeah. Right yeah. now. History <laughs> repeating itself. Yeah. Turn around, um, turn around. They're in. Listen, this is what this is what um, the directive said. Turn around. They're ingrained, lazy, lax, slow, sloppy, free-wheeling, individualistic ways, so they obey company rule. 
this is what's going on right now in an entirely different country. But what we do know is that there's a Wuhan coronavirus outbreak. That's all they're talking about, this virus outbreak. I'm going to tell you something about these outbreaks. They're normal. They're regular. They happen every, what, two, three, four years. A couple, a a couple people die. Out. It's funny how um, it's interesting. My boy sent me a video. They use these outbreak news, news stories to basically increase the stock value of these health industries that sell yeah. the costume, the, 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 the suits, the hazmat, the, suit. the hazmat suits. It's unbelievable, man. And when, like, when I was putting this together, I was telling Sauce, I was like, I don't care about no damn China. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like what happened? He's like, bro, you don't hear what's going on? And I went on Google real quick. I was like, oh, these people are bugging. And the U.S. will not get their hands dirty in this. Man, they know better. They want no parts in that. <laughs> and it's a shame that they don't want to. They can. They don't want to because they don't want that smoke. China already taxed them. Oh, yeah. They don't want that oh, smoke, bro. <laughs> it's over for that. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my side notes. Those are my side notes of uh, of today. Um, so just, you know, you know, you guys, just be on the lookout for some news. Whatever you see in the news all the time, sometimes that's not really what it is. Do your own research. Um, and and just get a better, better understanding of what's going on in the world today. So, um, so yeah. Now, we're going to go into the real stuff today. Um, I'm going to take you guys to the People's Corner. All right. So, the People's Corner, um, it welcomes the people. Uh, it welcomes different people from different avenues. Um, it's the number one place to make the biggest connections with the world's most influential figures. You know, and on our show today, we have a gentleman who goes by the name of YB King. All right. He's an entrepreneur. He's an artist. Um, like I mentioned, college graduate, he built Young Bosses. He's still trying to build other businesses as well. Um, AKA Mr. Make It Happen, AKA Mr. Rico. <laughs> Yo, maybe you care, but he doesn't like, you're going to understand why he's Mr. Make It Happen. We're about to go into that right now. First of all, Give us a little introduction of who you are. Yeah, man. So it's YB King, the CEO of the Young Bosses, basically. I'm just here to, man, build the empire. I'm just trying to build something. I'm trying to show the world that unity is the key to success. Without unity, without a team, you can't get nowhere. Word. So I built up a team. Started off with like 60. Now it's probably like 10. And we just made it happen. From dancing, which made it viral, made the brand go viral, and then it brought light to the clothing, and then from the clothing to other businesses. Now we got a tattoo business, a towing business. We got our own store. Uh, we're about to start a podcast. I just started up a nonprofit, also like, but my mom run it, so it's lifestyle creations. That's basically mentoring the youth. Because at first I was going to use Young Bosses to mentor and empower the youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. But all this extra stuff started happening. Like we started throwing parties and all of that. It was like mixing too much. So we just decided to use the nonprofit to do basically that. To mentor the youth and empower them and show them that like you can be your own boss. You can be an entrepreneur. Your life, you dictate your life. Word. I just want to throw out there... I- you're 23 now, right? Yeah, I'm 23. Rico, 23 now, but I remember when he was doing this when he was like, he had to be like 19, 20. Yeah, yeah, I was like 19. So this is a long stretch that he put himself on, and he's been going for a while now. It's not, not yesterday's type thing. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's like, man, it's Tom. Everything is patience, bro. Like, you can't rush nothing. Like, we got like artists and we built them up from the ground. Like, they had no type of, like, audience or nothing. Like, it just started building and building and building. And just like the brand, the brand is building. So as we do additions, something is helping something else build, 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 build. And we just trying to get to that top point. We trying to get to the one thing that's going to pop. But then when you're thinking about it, it's like, 
how is it going to pop if you barely give support? You feel me? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't, you can't dwell on support. That's just something that you don't do. Like, because if you dwell on support or you're trying to get insight from this person and this person telling you, nah, this not going to work. Like, mm-hmm. you can't do nothing, man. Like me, my mindset is to jump out the window. Anything I say I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. So that's why I'd be like, Mr. Make It Happen or... You feel me? I just jump out the window. I'm doing it. Like, if I tell you I'm doing something, I'm going to do it. Like, that's just that. It's simple. Word. That's good energy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, how did the name Young Bosses come to mind? Like, why did you guys, why did you pick that name? All right. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, basically, like, it all started with my pops. Like, you know, like, with him, he's, he always installed, like, leadership inside my brain so it's like always be a leader never follow never follow never listen to nobody be your own boss like so when we go out when we do outings you feel me i was always like he always taught me how to like to maneuver and how to get my own money and stuff like that so like when we go around people yeah my son a young boss my son a young boss my son a young boss so now it's just it's stuck with me so it started off like probably like what 2015, 16. I had my Instagram name as Prince.yb. So one day my cousin was like, yo, what what uh the YB stand for? So I'm like, young boss. He like, yo, I like that. I'm about to I'm about to change my name to that. So I'm like, nah, nah, not yet, not yet. So like probably like two days later, I turned into an LLC, Young Bosses LLC. We got the logos made. We rocked off from there, like two days later. Yeah, cause I couldn't wait. You feel me? If you going, if somebody, if somebody say they're going to use that name, like, oh, I'm about to change it, and then that person changed, then the next person changed, then the next person changed it, then you never know who out there watching. So somebody else probably would have did, made it an LLC, and then we'd have been looking crazy, like, feel me? So I just had to get jump right on it. Once I got the opportunity, I jumped right on it. Hey, that's good. Now you're a college grad, right? Yeah. Uh, graduated from King University. King, yeah. Uh, what year did you graduate from? 2018. Nice. Now, so you were still developing young bosses while you were in school. Yeah, it was like my last year. Senior. Okay. How was it? How was it managing school and building a business at the same time? Me, man, school was easy. So it was like I, I ain't even gonna lie to you, like. King was a breeze. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. So like anything that I was trying to do, it was just gonna happen. Like I ain't really like go through that, like managing school and then the business at the same time. Like everything was one in one place. Like I go to class, yo, I got shirts, yo. Mm. You feel me? Everybody, yo, yo, you got my size, yo? Yeah, open the book bag, huh, bro? <laughs> like you feel me? So yeah, everything was one hand washing the other. I'm in the class selling shirts, like. Yeah. Yeah. We had them in his book bag. I would have like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> I man. mean, to me, what it sounds like, he has a hustler's mentality. Oh, a hustler's mentality, 110%. Like, yeah, he was in school, going to class, but he took his business to class. Yeah, basically. So like, uh, he's like, right, I'm going to class. Probably 20 students in there. Let me see if I sell a couple yeah. shirts. Like, Shit. if you do that every single day, you're going to make something. Oh, yeah. I used to have my man from New Brunswick that was making my shirts. I used to have him drive all the way to King to drop me off a box of shirts. Wow. And I used to be outside on the campus just selling shirts. Like You still connected with him? Yeah, I still, yeah, man. That's my boy. But I just started doing everything on my own, though, now. Like, I just found my own lane, like, so I could expand my horizon. So now I got, like, these. Nobody don't got these right here. Yeah, it's nice. It's good quality. This shit like Nike quality right here. Nobody ain't got that, man. <laughs> they still fuck with that New York shit. I ain't doing that. That's good. Yeah. Now, uh, let me ask you this. What's your what's your your own philosophy for like a successful business? Unity. That's the key. Unity, bro. Like unity and consistency. As long as you're consistent and you got like a team that's really, really like willing to work with you, like and build. There it go. That's right there. Like, just like how I be praised, I praise y'all, man. Like, you feel me? Y'all stay consistent. Y'all stay true to yourself. Y'all had started a podcast. I kept going. There's a lot of podcasts that's not even rolling no more. Like, right. like that's, bro, 
consistency, bro, and then unity. Y'all two stick together. Keep it going, man. Like, Appreciate that, man. No problem. And so you would say the child, what, I'm, we talked about this before, you know, we got on, but let them know, like, what kind of challenges that you had to face while going through and building your own establishment. Like, what did you have to go through and how, what, what has it taught you to this point? Yeah, the challenges is like, basically, when you first starting, you just jumping in the water. So now you're just trying to adapt and you're trying to figure out how stuff work and where to get this from, where to get that from. And like the people that's actually on and doing it, making moves, they ain't trying to tell you nothing. So it's like, damn, my yo, you serious? Like, I'm just trying to, you feel me? I'm trying to get on. I'm trying to do what y'all done. But everybody's mindset is like, they is not enough money out there and it is is a whole lot of money like if somebody asks me right now yo where can i get shirts i'm going to give you a website that's just me i don't care like what you do because at the end of the day i got my people you got tip people you never going to step on my shoes right yeah so that was one that was one of my major like problems and then it was another thing whereas like you try to tell people like your goals like what you really trying to do and like the moves you really trying to make and everybody trying to tell you one little thing or the next thing. Oh, nah, hold off on that. Mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't going to work, man. I don't never listen to that. Like, yeah. honestly, any man, that, anybody that tell you that something ain't going to work, when they tell you that, that mean they really envy you. Like, that's something. That's like something they, deep within themselves. Like, they don't want to see you win. There is this thing where people do try to become the narrators of mm-hmm. someone else's life. Um, and th- what they'll tell you is, oh, you know, I'm just trying to give you some advice on this and that. And it's like, no, I'm, I already told you what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then you're going to follow me and help me or get out the way. Yeah. I don't need you to do, well, maybe have you thought about doing this? So, and that's why you got to be very careful when you talk to your friends, when they tell you this is what they're doing. Like, I'll, I'll tell you, I have a friend, she's ready to go back to school and and I'm very careful with the kind of advice that I give her. Like, she's going for nursing. So she wants her bachelor's in nursing now so that she can get her master's in, I think, uh, allied health. Mm-hmm. Now, I could say, ah, you sure you want to go now? That's already a red flag on my part. Yeah. Or I could say, what have you done to get yourself ready to get there? This, so you see, it's the language that you speak to the person that will determine if that person is really going to rock with you. And when you listen to what that person says, when you tell them your goals and your dreams and everything, pay attention to that. Because there's people who will try to make you feel like what you're doing right now is, is really not beneficial. Yeah, and then, I hate that. Yeah, it's like, why are, you, why are you even doing that? You might like challenge the person, like challenge them, but in a positive way. So if they say, yo, I'm trying to start this new business, tell them, what are you going to do to make sure you get there? Because... If you don't, and all you're saying is, bro, right now, businesses ain't really thriving, bro. You sure you want to do that? It's like, <laughs> like what? Yeah. What do you mean businesses ain't thriving? Like, that's like, I, I, I don't get it. But all I'm trying to say is just listen to the words people tell you when you share your thoughts and ideas. That's very crucial. That's all. Yeah, man. That shit is like, that's just the way of the world, though. That's. It's sad, like, and then it's like, I mean, people, everybody want to do something, but everybody want a handout. Right. So it's like, anytime somebody say, come to me and say, like, yo, I got this idea, da, 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 they expect me to just, like, hun, hun, hun. And mm-hmm. I did it. I ain't going to lie. Like, the first, the first run, two years run, I was doing it. Like, I'm out there, like, yo, what's up? Like, yo. You feel me? Giving money, I'm just passing it out. Like, yo, I'm helping you do this. Yo, yo. Some people didn't even do what they said they was going to do with the money. You feel me? So it's like, after a while, I started, I'm investing in all these people and to do something that all you got to do is just do your craft. That's it. I, don't, I ain't asking you for nothing else. I'm going to invest in you. Do your craft. You fall off, then it's like, okay, now my money down the drain. Mm. So now what I got to do? In order for me, if I'm telling people like, oh, yeah, I got artists, I got models, I got this, I got that, I got photographers. And if I can't get my peoples to do what they supposed to be doing, what do you think I got to do? 
I got to turn into everything. I got to turn into a rapper. I got to turn into a model. I got to turn into a photographer. I got to turn into a videographer, yep. a custom designer, logo maker. Like, you feel me? I got to turn into all these different things. One man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's crazy, bro. I, I think that's a gift and a curse, though. It is. Because you you could be great at all of those things, but then you'll I feel like you'll never have time to actually do that one thing you want to do. And it's so hard. Right. Oh, and it's so hard because it kind of hinders you from progression because you're spending so much time doing everything else. And that's what I'm learning now. Like, I I can do those things that I need to get done, but it's much more beneficial. And this is where the tricky part, finding someone who actually can do it. Because where we are now in this world, People are capable, but it's like, if I reach out to this person, I tell them this is what I need, are they actually going to do it? Even if you put money in front, some people people still not going to do it. They give you a low quality looking cover art for your album. Like, like, I think he about to give me some Some fire. Right. As an envy, bro. They don't want to see you win. That's what it is, bro. A lot of people, and it's sad. Like, it's like, why do it have to be like that? Like we all should be just coming together and working together and building up something. Like you feel yeah. me? Rather than like why you? Why would somebody feel some type of way because you just trying to like do you? Like you really just trying to like be successful? Like I don't understand that. That's right. just. I feel like it's a sickness, a mental sickness. Like, it's certain sicknesses we got that we don't consider to be sickness. You know what I mean, yeah. I feel like those are like spiritual sicknesses. You just don't want somebody to win. You don't really know why you don't want them to win. Yeah. Do you think it? Do you think it comes from the house? I think it comes from uh, honestly, stimulated. Because I don't know. My dad has been doing a lot of research on like Native Americans and like how we got to the point we are now, where the Native Americans had this land and Europeans have. You feel me? Yeah. The first thing Europeans did with the Native Americans was turn them against each other. They had never a different one tribe stopped. Doing business with the Europeans, mm-hmm. the Europeans turned the other tribes against that tribe. So now it wasn't the Europeans fighting the Native Americans; it was Native Americans fighting the Native Americans. Yeah, we're already fighting each other, but they they'll instigate, they'll instigate conflict over little things. Yeah, but mm-hmm. see how he was saying, disrupt that unity between the people, and now you got, got you got them where you want. Yeah, yeah, people who need you. Yeah, uh-huh. it's all about strength. It's all about like. You got to have, like, the strength and the courage to do this business. Like, not everybody going to be on the same page as you, for one. Right. Word. Two, not everybody willing to be on the same page as you. And you just got to adapt with it. Like, it's like everybody going to talk. That's one thing. Is You got the talkers. You got the doers. I'm a doer. But it's like when people talking, 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 it irritates me. So I just be like. I block out everybody. So now, like, I isolate myself and just be like, you know what? I'm about to just go ahead and do this. I'm about to just go ahead and do that. And don't even care what, who got to say what. Like, what they insight on it or how they feel about me doing it. I'm just going to do it. And then once I do it, then it's like, damn, yo, you really did that. Yo, I right, fuck it. I'm about to help you now. I'm about to help you. I'm about to help you build on this. I'm about to help you build on that. But they could have been there from the jump. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's just how it is. So I, I think people also have a, a problem with knowing what their role is. Um there's a there's a thing where you you put you could put like seven people in a group. Seven people, that's usually a small project. Mm-hmm. One person has to be the leader of that group. And then you'll probably have two people that does not want that person to be a leader, but that person who's the leader is a very effective leader. Yeah. So now you have envy and you have um, friction simply because two people can't swallow their pride and just accept the fact that this person is going to be running the show for this specific project, which will benefit both of y'all and all the other five in the group as well. So you see that all the time. And I don't know. Are you a sports fan? Yeah. I don't know. 
Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I just mentioned it because in sports it's the same issue. So you'll have bat, you'll have players on the same team, and you know they're not even a superstar. They want to be a superstar while the superstar is already on the team, and it's like you can't. If you really want to be a superstar, show us. For right, but actions, right, exactly. Play your role to a superstar level. So even if it's the smallest thing, do it the best of your ability. But people don't realize that. So a lot of people want position and power, but they don't care about the action part. Exactly. You know, they don't care about oh, I really have to do this in order to be in this position. But they just want the the title and they want the power to control other people, which is crazy to me. It's like, do you really care about? The end goal, or do you just care about yourself? I, I feel like there's more of a population of people that care about themselves and they put on a front to make it seem like they care about people. Uh, I, know the, I know the vibe, but I got a question for you. Yeah. You, you got this, I know one of them got to be your pops. You got this drive, and I always wondered, like, who are some three inspirational people for you? Like, who do, who, who do you look up to who do you say, okay, I want to get myself right because look how these people did it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it all branched around because I, like, like I said, I never grew up with people my age. Like, mm-hmm. I always hung around people way older than me. So, I used to be around, like, my father and my uncles and them. And they just was like, you know I mean, they was go-getters. Like, they, they, was, they was just doing them. So, it was like, they always, you never saw them follow after nobody. They always was leaders. Every every role they played was a leader. So it was like, that was like one thing that I looked up to. And then like my grandfather, like, you feel me? He just like a, a man that's just a, a power. Like, you feel me? He just all about leadership. Mm-hmm. He don't care about what nobody think. He going to do him regardless. Like, yeah. and he just going to flex on you. That's it. And that's how like, my when my father... My father and my grandfather, they're my two. Like, you feel me? And then you got, I got my mother, like, you me? Oh, there you go. You got a good yeah. foundation. That's Word up. Yeah, so. That's pivotal. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say is your favorite part about working with the people that you work with? Like, I know you mentioned unity is key and consistency, but within your specific group, what's the best part about working with those people? The best part is the, it's the fact that we all family. I, I mean, like, there's nothing else. Like, we just we family, so it's not it's not hard to like get through to them. Like, if I wanna if I wanna mold them to do something, I can do it. Rather than if it was an outsider within the group, then it's like, yo, nah, bro, like you, nah, you just trying to be a boss of me, da da da. But when you family, it's different. Like the vibe is different. Like, but other than that, like, you know what I mean. That's that's one thing, the family part. But and then it's like I got like another group. I got like the Lady YBs that I just started. You know, Lady Young Bosses, yeah. So and they got drive. Like I never saw a group of females that could just like click and have chemistry together like that. So it was like they drive. I talk to them about big moves. Like I'm like, yo, listen, like who need the help who need help building their credit? Like, oh mine, okay. Oh, I need help, I need help, I need help. What you think I'm gonna do? I'm gonna help them build their credit up, and they they ready to do anything that I'm really I'm ready to do, like real estate, all of that. Like I'm trying to go big, man. Like I take the real estate test Thursday, though. So yeah, man, Good we trying to. That, man. Many thanks, brother. Thanks. We just trying to take off, bro. Like it's out there for us. Like we just gotta go do it. Whether you gotta do it yourself, like I was telling Sai earlier, like bro, like. Just sometimes you just gotta go ahead and do you like just do it like don't wait for nobody like because you you under the, like the uh, this third person right like a oh, co-host yeah, yeah, yeah. the lady co-host I'm like yo you gotta just keep building the foundation once you build it up the people gonna want to be a part mm-hmm. you feel me rather than you going out and asking mm-hmm. because when you go out and ask that's when they expect something in return right. but when they come to you. Then it's like, yo, I'm ready. I'm gonna do this just for us. Like you feel me? Straight up. And I learned I learned that the hard way though, you feel me? Yeah. Like reaching out to people, reaching out to people. Then you notice like every time you 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 be like, yo, 
yo, you want to be a part? You want to be a, a brand ambassador? Da, 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 is always, oh, so what I get out the deal? Or what I get out the deal? But when they come to you, yo, I really want to be a part, blah, 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 blah. I'm willing to do anything to help build the brand, blah, 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 blah. You'll never get that if you ask in a person. Mm-hmm. Never, ever. We had that discussion a couple of times and we we seen that as well. We learned our own lessons in that. Um, don't ask. Don't ask for people to join your squad. Don't ask people because one, you're when you're recruiting, they will want something in return. Because yeah. you know, it's like you're hiring somebody, right? Mm-hmm. But if they come to you, it's a whole different, it's a different vibe. It's a different feel. They see something in your brand that they feel that they can be a part of, whether it be the culture, the style, the delivery, anything like that. And once you get that, you know they're, they're, they're coming on board long term. Um, I also wanted to ask you, like, still, still with the, you know, working with people aspect, when things aren't going well, right, there, when there's friction, healthy friction, what do you guys do in order to resolve that and to get past that? You really want to know? <laughs> I say nah. We just, <laughs> <laughs> we run, we operate like, I would say we operate like the mob. We just, once something is not right, if we all feel as though like, this is not it, this piece of cancer got to go, then it got to go. We don't, family or no family. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, that's how we eliminate our problems. Like, you know, we just weed off cancer. Mm-hmm. We ain't trying to like, because cancer, that's just spread. Like, you got one person that's feeling some type of way, and they make it seem like everybody around you feeling that same type of way. The whole time is just that one person, you feel me? Sure. So, like, we just we just weed them out. Nah, that's you're done. We, we can't deal with you no more. And then we build on out. Whatever we trying to do, we continue to build and continue to move how we supposed to move. So like, <clears throat> damn, yo. Mm. So like, when you see other businesses, whether they're thriving or you see that they're struggling, what do you think they're overlooking to make sure to try to take it to the next level? Or as far as like progress, like you feel like they're missing something or what do you think it is? <clears throat> they just being in competition with somebody else. That's basically what it is. Like, I mean, that's that's what it all boiled down to at the end of the day. Like, anybody that's that like, if you're struggling with your business, that's because you're trying to compare it to somebody else's business, or you're trying to be better than the next person rather than being in your lane. One thing that I preach the most within YB is it's a YB world, mm-hmm. meaning we in our own lane, we in our own space. We don't need nobody. Nobody shouldn't need us. You get what I'm saying? We shouldn't be focused on these people, what they doing over there, because if they're going to throw a party, if they're going to do this, if they're going to do that, we're going to do the same thing. But we in our own lane, though. We're not in no competition. They had a success. We had a failure. Cool. We have a success. They have a failure. Cool. That It ain't in their pockets and they ain't in our pockets. That's a very good mindset. <clears throat> that's a healthy mindset, as a matter of fact. And I think that's something a lot of people should take. And really understand that like yes if you sell t-shirts and this person sells t-shirts it's the public's job to compare right yeah people on the outside the consumers will always compare but as business owners y'all don't have to really compete shoot there's some cases one brand is wearing the other brand because they just like it it's like i actually like that hoodie from i feel like people be missing you see these big companies and these large companies competing with one another. A lot of times, the person who owns both of those companies is the same. At person. the same, yep. So what they really doing is it's not it's not a competition. It's just like one office branch and the other office branch having a competition. Exactly. Yeah. But in, in these local businesses, it's yeah. just they don't really it's understand that competition. Yeah, they don't understand that. The local businesses, they just feel like. Oh damn, young bosses! Young bosses doing their thing right now. Damn, I gotta do something that outshine them. So they go ahead. We got one simple as YB on our shirt. They go put the fucking paint and a picture and all this other yeah, reflective and all that shit. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, now you didn't had your run, but you still now you charging too much for your hoodie. 
So now all I got to do is put this right here on the hoodie and sell a hoodie for $15. You can't even do that. Right. You still, you, yeah. And then another thing is that why businesses don't be like scoring is because the prices is too high. Like if you selling a $60 hoodie, why, why, what makes you think somebody going to buy your hoodie? When they could just go ahead and go to Nike, go to H&M, H&M go to anywhere. Like, they could go buy a Gucci hoodie for 120 or some shit like that. Like, you feel me? Like, why would they even think about paying the $60 with you? Me, all mine is to the lowest term. I would sell a hoodie for $15. I would sell a, a sweatsuit for $50. And people look at me like I'm crazy every time. Yo, that's it? $50? But you, the one thing you won't even know is that People still complain about fifty dollars. They would. And 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 pay homies. <laughs> yeah, and pay one twenty for a sweatsuit. Like this is basically like a a Nike Tech. Like you feel mm-hmm. me? Quality. I and see I it. I charge and I charge I charge from fifty to seventy five dollars. You feel me? Mm-hmm. A Nike Tech is what one sixty one twenty. And they cry they cry about that. That's crazy. Just think about it, bro. It's yeah. like. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Yeah, you it's well. like I mean, you're gonna you're gonna find your market, and they'll 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 buy. You know, the same thing happened when these clothes, these top clothing brands came out with their prices. I'm pretty sure there's a few people, a group of people that said you are out of your mind if you think I'm gonna pay this much. But then they found people that are willing to pay that much. Exactly. Then that's just what it is. Like in anything, you're gonna have a. No one's ever going to. Agree a hundred percent with the things you do and things you sell. That's well, just you gotta be like Mister Make It Happen. Just make it happen. Make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> regular. You make know, got to make it happen. Get it done. Word. Um. So another thing I wanted to know is what are some of your success habits? Like success people, some of them they read every day. Some people they write. What are yours? Like what make what keeps your brain running to make sure that you're con- you're continuing what you do. You're progressing in your day to day life. Mm-hmm. Mine would be what's next. Oh, so that's I got that question, right? <laughs> yeah, I got like I got the mindset of what's next. So why if I did the clothes, what's next after the clothes? I did the parties. Now what's next? I sell cars. Now what's next? You feel me? It's just always like. Now it's like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Started a tattoo company. What's next? I started a towing company. What's next? Like, you know what I mean? So it's just all about like, like every every year I'm trying to elevate to something new. So I get the store this year. Well, last end of last year, I get the store. You feel me? So now it's like, all right, now I got the store. So now what's next? You feel me? I'm only 23. I might be 24 in April. I'm trying to see if I could get a house. You know what I'm saying? So now that's going to be my what's next. Like, Mm -hmm. success is not even about, like, what you can do, what you got. It's about, like, how you move. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like everybody can show their success. Like, okay, you get a couple of dollars. Now you do trips and all of this. Then you go out, do whatever. You show, you show your success. And then you got the people that's just like, damn, like me. Like, I still work, so I'll be like, damn, I'm working. I never go on a trip. i never been on a trip, bro. Like, really? never been on a trip. Never been on no cruise, nothing. Like, you feel me? It's Do just you... like, I'll be thinking about it, yeah. Like, even when, like, the young bosses go to Miami and Virginia every year, I don't do that. I'll be right here just working. Either I'm working and then I'm focusing on the business. Mm. Two different, two things, like. Like that's my that's the difference between like my success and everybody else's success. Everybody wanna get the couple of dollars and then spin off and show it off. I mean, I wanna get to that point whereas everything is just working on its own and then I can go ahead and go do whatever I wanna do. You feel me? Because I know it's nothing that I have to do physically. Right. You feel me? Everything is just operating on its own. That's true. I've always liked the way Rico thinks. Never, I remember being that king. I used to see Biko. I used to ask him questions, random questions, because I always plan to have him on an episode. I used to ask him, like, yo, what you, what's your purpose for this? 
Why are you doing it? He, he always gave me some straight, legit response that he was ready for it at all times. He wasn't, he was never lacking all time. Yeah. Nico got it. He got the mind. He got the mind. Yeah, man. You got to, bro. Now, you had mentioned like support earlier, right? Um, what's your take on the support from friends and family and how important is that to you? Like, is that something that you feel is a necessity for your business to thrive or is, or is more so like, I don't care who support me, I'm going? Back then, like when I first started, you probably could have said I care. Now it's just like I really don't care. Like, cause at the end of the day, I could just support myself. So like, I feel like nobody not gonna really support you. Honestly speaking, like, there's no such thing as you getting a whole bunch of people to support you right off there. Like, everybody, you gotta sell it. You gotta sell that you the greatest. You you the top dude. Like you the hottest CEO. Now what I do now is if you look on my Instagram. I I uplift myself, so I I shoot this crazy little talking thing that I do, like whereas I say I'm the hottest CEO, I'm really Mister Make It Happen, I'm really him, I'm the king. Don't forget the king. Da 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 da. I say stuff like that because now what I'm doing is I'm instilling into the viewer's brain, like okay, well yeah he is this. Dang, let me see what he talking about. Mm. Now, when you really looking into what I do, now you see like, oh, wow, he really do everything. Like, damn, like, he really is him. Like, you feel me? Mm. So it's like, it's more so like selling yourself to people rather than people just trying to, you trying to get your success, like <laughs> anime, uh, support. Because everybody going to say they support you. That's mm-hmm. just something that, that's just like natural. Like, oh, yeah, I really support you, bro. Like. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really proud of you. I'm, I like what you're doing, but we never, never bought a five dollar shirt from you. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, where is the support? You feel me? Like, is the support by you just watching me? Like, you watching me do what I'm doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I could go ahead and sell nothing. I could sell no clothes. People would say like, oh, they support, they support, they support, and I wouldn't even care. Because all you're doing is just, you just boosting up what I'm trying to do anyway, sell myself. Because nine out of 10, you will never get support from your own home. You got to get it outside. Yeah. Word up, man. Um, so, you had any more questions? Ah. You done laid it all out yeah, for me. Yeah, word up. Dropped some good gems. Good conversation. Good little start, man. Um, before we get off... um. Two things. You can give your uh, social media shout out. Let them know where to follow you, where to find you. Yeah, you can follow me on uh, IG and Twitter at YB King, the one as the I. And you can follow the business, Young Bosses LLC, on Twitter and IG too. Word. Thank you for listening to Nobber Talk. To stay up to date with our latest episodes and additional content, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's Nabra Talk, N-A-B-R-U-H-T-A-L-K. I'm Gene the Genius. I'm Saad the Guru. And this has been another edition of Nabra Talk, and we are out of here. Nabra Talk is brought to you by Nabra Productions.